The mission of Adventist World Radio is to focus in those areas of the world where it's more difficult to work openly and freely. While our team was filming in Asia, we were able to spend time with AWR President Dr. Ben Schoen. I think you're going to be amazed and inspired by what you hear. Here you are in the middle of India, president of Adventist World Radio. We've, we've been together now to several of our studios. Uh, it's exciting work. We're really proud of these studios that we visited here. You know, these people are working in sometimes challenging and difficult circumstances. Our studio in Pune has been there quite a long time, and they produce seven different Indian languages plus Asian English. Some of them are quite new, such as the one in, in uh, Mizoram. But uh, they're so happy and proud of what they're able to do to share the gospel with Jesus Christ. Ben, we've only seen a handful of studios, but tell us there's many more around the world. Oh yes, we have probably 75 different studios. Some of them are nicely developed, like our studio in Hong Kong, one of the finest studios you could find. Others are well, as, in, as we started in the country of Sudan, in a Land Rover, where they just had a little uh, laptop computer and a microphone, and uh, they were able to start recording there even before they had any building structure. Hey, Adventist World Radio, base in all, Mizo program, kilohertz, sinkat sankat zariya sumkwa panga, mitabayan sumkwa panga, misarit lang aizol, misawram atangapuan suwa ani. Hey Adventist World Radio, they say na oh, this is it lang, aizol, mizora matangapuan so ane. Amhinga vangin kong dika, minkal kulchi. Event yang lekutak tunjuan. Within the Adventist World Radio organization itself, we only have about 32 workers worldwide. We do quite a bit with technology. Because of the growth and improvement of technology, we've been able to reduce the number of workers that we've had from the past. And so today we're operating only with about 32 people. We have uh, three different region offices in different places, one in England, one in South Africa, and one in Singapore that uh, help us be the extension of our headquarters office to these different regions and studios. And then, as I've said, we've had about we have about 75 studios altogether. Now, uh, this number of 32 doesn't include the studio personnel, but just the direct AWR employees. But you know, uh, we're so thankful. We have a dedicated team, and even our engineers, who are there tinkering with tubes and high-powered electrical elements, they believe they're doing a mission when they do their work. Around the world, AWR is working diligently to have program producers who are raised within the culture and who understand the people group they are striving to reach. This plan has yielded wonderful results. 
This is the reason AWR has 70 studios around the world producing programs in the language tailored to meet the mindset of the people. It's not like we're heroes living here. Um, there are so many benefits that go along with it. Uh, people are wonderful to work with, they're appreciative, there's adventure, and there are miracles all the time. In, in the U.S., in California, I remember thinking something was maybe a miracle or maybe it just could be explained. <laughs> kind of yes, on the edge. Right. Over here, you're forced to ask for help many mm -hmm, times, mm -hmm. and then the answer comes. Mm. And pretty soon it dawns on you, these are miracles happening. Mm. In other words, we grow as Christians working in yes. a place like this. It's a wonderful opportunity. Ben, before I accepted the call from you to actually join the ministry, I pretty much thought AWR was only shortwave, but once I joined, I found that's not the case at all. No, of course, we started with shortwave because that is the best way of reaching people in the most difficult parts of the world. But now over the years, we've expanded to other means of uh, broadcasting as well, such as FM and AM. Uh, some years ago in the Americas, we uh, stopped our shortwave broadcasting and we've been putting a stream, a uh, 24-hour stream of Spanish programming on a satellite so that uh, well over a hundred stations throughout South America and Central America are able to pull those programs off and rebroadcast them in their areas. Now we're beginning to work in Africa. We have almost a dozen FM stations that AWR has built and has helped to get the local people to operate. We have stations in that city of Kigali, Rwanda, the place where all that genocide took place. And it's just uh, touching to the heart to realize that that station is actually ministering to those people who lost so many family members and are helping them to come to Jesus Christ. In our country, it has been a very effective religion. The Christianity is just flourishing because uh, the God they are coming to God and the, no more Satan's were there. They are, they are totally free from Satan's bondage and it has been helping them a lot. And many, if we see not only STS Christian, but other denominations also, they are just coming. So many of them are becoming Christians because they are becoming better. Through the radio waves of AWR, God is reaching people around the world. We'd like to offer you an edition of Making Waves. It's four of our episodes brought to you from around the world. God speaking to hearts, the hearts of the listeners of AWR, exciting stories. We hope that you'll share those with friends and neighbors, acquaintances, anyone you come in contact with. Join us to make waves. It's completely free. Right now, the information's on your screen. For your free, no obligation DVD, write to Adventist World Radio, 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904, or call 1 866 503 3531, or log on to www.awr.org/mwdvd. Be sure to request offer number 10. That number again is 1-866-503-3531. Understand some of our studios are actually secret. Yes, in some countries we've even uh, somehow gotten some people, some computer equipment. You know, it's a lot easier now that we have digital recording and all we need is a computer and a good microphone and we can set people up in their house. In fact, 
We have, I'm thinking, in one particular part of the world, a, a man who has a one-room apartment, and he lives there, and it's his studio, everything all contained. This particular studio where we did their recording was a secret place for several years. Really, we couldn't even tell our church members where we were recording because for fear of the reaction from the community and that people would somehow report this story. You and I were talking earlier about this man and he donated basically a space and yes. everything else and he wasn't even a, a Christian at the time. That's right. He comes from a Hindu background but he had such a interest in our work that he opened up his studio so that we could record here when we couldn't have our own studio. I remember the first time I came here, uh, his studio was in a little different location than what it is right now. And we had to go around behind his house and under a very low door <laughs> to get in. Ben, you're and, always uh, <laughs> getting into crazy places. Now, ben, I know you've told me it's hard to actually calculate because you have people that we don't even know about who are pulling down our programming and just using it. But if you were to guesstimate, how many hours a day is AWR broadcasting around the world? Altogether, it's thousands of hours. Thousands of hours each day? Each day, because when you add up all the FM stations and all the shortwave stations and all the uh, internet transmissions that people access, it really counts up. And uh, we have thousands of hours of broadcast every day going out to probably a coverage of, of at least 70% of the world uh, as far as the territory of the world. One man wrote from Western Nepal, he was from a very remote part. He was a student, but low caste, a very low caste, young man. He asked, could I have a Bible for my own? And I, I could I toss Bible, the religious book of yours? <laughs> we felt so bad for him and we said, you can have your own Bible and you can toss our Bible, it is yours also. So his life later on, he said it has been changed and he was so much happy to you know just read the Bible of his own in re Hindu religion that the priest does everything for other people they are not other people are not supposed to touch the Vedas and other big religious books uh, but in Christianity he says we we tell them that you can have Bible as your own property and you can read it now it's one thing to say that we're we're putting signal out there but what are the results well I'll tell you uh, it's hard to actually to statistically uh, finalize what the results really are, but we get many letters of response. How many? Oh, probably uh, at over 125,000 responses a year. But we have so many listeners in people groups where, where they cannot read or write. I know that, uh, for instance, in Eastern Africa, among the Maasai people, so many of them are totally illiterate. So they don't write letters. If you waited to hear from them, you'd think nobody was listening. This is a special device that we've been able to use in a number of parts of the world. It's called a Mega Voice Ambassador. Some people kind of nickname it the God Pod. Yes. But this has a digital recording device in it that can hold many hours of audio programming. Now I'm gonna turn it on here. I'm gonna push this button. And uh, by the way, it operates entirely by solar power. Now this uh, is very easy to use because it can be used by people who are illiterate, who cannot read or write. 
if you were to name just some of the religious groups that AWR has has kind of gone over the, the walls, as it were, and behind the scenes to reach into lives, could you name some of those for us? The religious groups? Yeah. Oh my, we've, uh, we're penetrating nearly all the world religions, such as Hinduism, Buddhism. We are able to uh, reach people who are following animistic religions, ancestor worship. We, uh, of course, have work among the Muslims, and we're getting responses, by the way, from very sincere Muslim people who want to worship God truly and sincerely. You told me we can't say the country or anything else, but you even have a Muslim chief who's handing out our radios, is that? That's true. Uh, earlier this year, I visited in a place that I won't name for security reasons, but I met a Muslim chief who is a listener to our broadcasts, and we were able to present to him one of our little radios that has the crank, the solar uh -huh. uh, power panel, uh, because uh, he lives way out in a remote area where there is no electricity and uh, not much access to batteries. But we asked him if there were other people around his area that he thought would listen to the AWR program, the Voice of Hope, if they had a radio. And he said, oh yes. So I asked him through the translator, I said, would you be willing uh, to uh, give some radios to these people uh, in our behalf? And he said he would. So we just happened to have a box of about 20 radios out in our truck that we brought to him and we showed him how to use them and he is now the AWR representative giving radios out among that Muslim people group. And many of the people they still do not know about True God and our ministry in FM radio or shortwave uh, is, has become a means for them to understand and to know about the God, True God, True God and they when they hear when we li listen from their stories they have been able to change their lives and we feel so much proud that AWR, you know, it has no barrier, it can reach anywhere in the world and it has been a source of blessing for many of them and mainly for our country. We, we have to do more because the people are still in darkness. Many people say we are still in darkness and this has been a light, a source of uh, encouragement and source of blessings for us. If AWR went off the air, how would you feel? Uh, no, no, don't, don't talk uh, the stopping matter. Uh, this, uh, why you wanted to uh, rob a whole uh, blessing for Nepalese people? <laughs> no, we don't plan to. We no. don't plan to. That's why we come to you to tell your story, is so that uh, other people can see how important it is to you to listen to this uh, broadcast. What a statement. Why would we rob mm -hmm. the people of such a blessing? That's right. Ben, the, the, uh, the scope of AWR is so big, yet people, especially in the United States and some of the other areas, really hardly ever hear of AWR. Why is that? Well, because we do most of our work in, in places that are not seen. Adventist World Radio has as its mission and commission from our world church to work in the very hardest to reach places of the world. And so most people in the developed parts of the world don't look into these countries where there are restrictions and see the people who are learning about Jesus and struggling to be faithful to the faith that they've gained uh, as a result of listening to the radio. I received a letter from uh, Pakistan, jail. The person was writing me 
that I'm going to hang after a few days and I want to accept my Jesus as my savior. And he'd been listening to AWR radio yeah, in jail. Yeah, he was listener. He was our listener. So praise the Lord what he is doing through this AWR. There are countries that don't have freedom. There are communist countries, there are Muslim countries, there are countries that have dictatorships, or there are countries that have such strong traditional religious beliefs that uh, they will not allow any diversity. We have to work rather quietly and discreetly, just like we mentioned the secret studios. Well, uh, we have people, many people and listeners who are in these types of countries. And so we continue to work there. We cannot always tell their stories, but I want, to, I want people to know that uh, God is working. Even though you may not hear all the stories from some of these places, I can assure our people that God is working and tremendous miracles are taking place in these countries. Whatever God has given me, I'm sharing with others and many people they come to me for prayer, peace and strength which I got from Jesus. Nobody can give me. One of the biggest burdens of course is to continue uh, to grow our ministry so we can cover even more of the unreached places. You know, Jim, many people may think that with all the modern communication tools, the world is pretty much covered with the gospel of Jesus Christ. But you know, uh, in reality, there is still a lot to be done. AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Hindus, Buddhists, Muslims, animists, or no belief at all. God is using the radio waves of AWR to successfully call and prepare a people for his soon return. But the work is not finished. Your help is needed. There are still so many who must hear this precious message of hope. Please partner with us today so others can hear and rejoice in the hope of Jesus Christ, the hope that you and I have already found. Your gift of love will mean so much to so many. If you would like to financially partner with us or would like additional information, our toll-free number is 866-503-503. 3531. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger, many of them involve miracles of God, but certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories in the face of death, another radios given by angels coming to Christ in a Muslim country. These and many other stories. It's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. 
Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. The continent of Asia is really the biggest mission field that we have in the world today. If you compare it to the next biggest mission field, which would be the continent of Africa, Africa has about 46% of its population who are Christians. Whereas Asia, in the entire continent of Asia, only 8% of the population are Christians even today. Within the area that we call the 1040 window, now that's sort of a shorthand term that mission people use to refer to an area from uh, 10 degrees north of the equator up to 40 degrees north of the equator, all across Asia, Africa, and Europe. In Asia, the part of the 1040 window, only 1% of the population are actually Christians. There are still countries that we'd like to begin broadcasting in. I'd like to begin broadcasting in the country of Bhutan, which is not far from here, just a little ways away. We're hoping uh, soon to begin broadcasting into the country of Laos. We're building a brand new studio in Thailand at Mission College. And there we want to produce uh, at least three languages so we can reach into places in Southeast Asia that we've never reached before. And again, try to fill some of the gaps that have existed. So there's still plenty of work to do. And of course, what we need is uh, support and funding to help us expand and grow this ministry. You've been a conference president, yes. or a union president, yes. uh, a professor at Andrews University. You've yes. done many things. Well, the list would, would go on way too long, yes. but I know about every time I get out with you somewhere, <laughs> you share with me how excited you are about your current position. Why? My position, as I look out across the world field and watch the phenomenon of a person changing from not knowing Christ to knowing Christ, it is a mystery. It is just a wonderful experience. I see this work of Adventist World Radio as an absolutely compelling kind of work. I've never uh, seen so many miracles in all my other experiences in life, even though I'm sure and I know God has worked in people's lives. But here we see the dramatic evidences of God's intervention. Adventist World Radio is a unique organization in my mind because uh, we're doing something uh, very few, if any, other organization is able to do, and that is to reach into the very hardest places of the world. You know, our church is blessed with many hundreds of different ministries, but most of them uh, work in more of the developed world where there's a little more freedom and they're able to go there. Adventist World Radio is able to work in places where we can't even go on the ground. We send the radio waves through the air and they reach across those borders. Truly making waves. Truly making waves, that's for sure. And that's why it's so unique. That's why it's so compelling 
to uh, continue to do this work and to continue to see lives being changed as a result of uh, our efforts. The GC pretty much funds the ministry, is that correct? Well, uh, the General Conference, being a General Conference organization, we do get some money from the General Conference, but it's uh, no more than about 25% uh, of our budget. Uh, the majority of our budget we must raise from individuals. But you know, uh, we have uh, people who once they understand what Adventist World Radio is all about, they are so happy to help out and become partners. I like to call them team members with Adventist World Radio. And uh, while we can always use an increase, we need more team members, more partners. I'm so thankful for the ones we have. And those people who are giving, so many of them tell me that they see AWR as, as uh, the best bargain for their mission dollar <laughs> because radio is still the most economical means of reaching the most people in the world that anyone can find. We've been able to put on a whole year, an entire year, 52 weeks of programs for under $1,000 for one station. For the whole year? For the whole year. That should enable people <laughs> in other parts of the world who have resources to bucks. help this country out and have a more widespread coverage of uh, the gospel. The whole reason we have AWR and the whole point of all of our work, all of our efforts, uh, why we build towers and buy big transmitters and keep engineers on our staff and, and go out and produce programs in so many languages is to bring people to Jesus Christ. And of course, Jesus asked us to publicly testify of our commitment to him through baptism. And so baptism kind of symbolizes the the peak of our goal, achieving our mission. And of course we need to stay with these people after their baptism because that's just the beginning. But baptism is a, certainly a milestone in the life and experience of these people who had never known Jesus Christ. Those people were so sincere and honest in heart, you could just see the joy on their faces as they came up out of the water. This was a totally new experience for them and we have baptisms like that taking place all around the world. We were asked to participate in 100 baptisms today, although we had to travel so far, but we made it here to about six or seven. What an exciting event. This is what it's all about, sharing Jesus Christ and having people come to Him. I hope you'll join AWR. In a time like this that it is so wonderful, so uplifting, people around the world need to be doing this very thing, giving their hearts and lives to Jesus. Won't you join us? For just one lost sheep, Jesus said he would empty all of heaven for only one. But there are many around the world, not only sheep as you see here, but souls around the planet who need to hear the saving gospel of Jesus Christ. If you'd like more information about Adventist World Radio, please give us a call. Number's at the bottom of your screen. It's 1-866-503-3531. Or you can write us at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. If you have a computer, you can log on to www.awr.org. 
Thank you so much for watching, and please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.